In this episode, I am going to be reading The Secret Garden, Chapter 14, Colin the Roger. Now, before reading Chapter 14, let's look at a recap of Chapter 13. In Chapter 13, Dickon promises to keep the secret of the secret garden. Mary wakes up during the night when she hears the fretful crying of an unknown person. Mary sees a boy crying on his four-poster bed. Here, Mary meets her mysterious cousin, Dickon. Mary's cousin is scared to death about getting lumps and he believes that he wouldn't grow up. Colin is very interested in the secret garden. After telling Colin more about the gardens, he shows Mary a portrait of his mother. Mary sings an Indian lullaby, and Colin drifts off to sleep. Chapter 14 Colin the Raja Martha was very busy the next day. It was afternoon before Mary could talk to her. I found out who was crying last night, Mary said, and I went to his room. It's Colin. Martha looked red with fright. You shouldn't have done that, she said tearfully. You'll get me in trouble. It's all right, Mary said. He was glad I came. Are you sure? Martha asked. When he's angry, he screams and throws the most terrible tantrums to frighten us. He wasn't angry at me. We talked and he showed me his mother's portrait. Then I sang him to sleep. Martha was amazed. It's like you walked into the lion's den. He never let strangers look at him. But if Mrs. Medlock finds out, she'll say I told you and she'll send me away. Colin wants it to be our secret. He wants you to tell me when I can go and see him. Mrs. Medlock will have to obey him. Then... Mary asked what was wrong with Colin. Martha had calmed down a bit. She began. No one really knows. He began all wrong with his mother dying and his father raging with grief. The doctors were afraid Mr. Colin had a weak back, so they kept him lying down all the time. He had to wear iron braces. He's very spoiled, Mary said, not realising that she had been spoiled too. Well, he's had many colds and coughs, Martha said. He had rheumatic fever once and typhoid. Mother says all he needs is fresh air and running around, but he just lies in his room, reading picture books and taking medicine. The last time he went out, he began sneezing. 
A new gardener had looked at him, and Mr. Colin threw a terrible tantrum, yelling, He thinks I'm a hunchback. Then he cried himself into a fever. If he gets angry with me, I won't see him again, Mary said. He'll see you if he wants you. Martha smiled. He always has his way. A bell rang and Martha got up. His nurse wants me to watch him for a while, she said. I hope he's in a good temper. She returned ten minutes later. Well, you have bewitched him, she said in amazement. He's sitting up and he wants you to come as quickly as you can. Mary hurried to Colin's room. In daylight, she saw how beautiful it was. The walls and rugs were richly coloured and the fire burned brightly. Colin's cheeks glowed in his pale face. Martha's scared, Mary told him. She thinks Mrs. Medlock will send her away if she finds out we've met. Colin frowned. Tell Martha that everyone has to do what I please and that I will send Mrs. Medlock away if she gets angry when she brings you. I'll take care of everything, said Colin. Mary looked at him oddly. I was just reminded of a boy I once saw in India. She began. He was a Raja. That's a royal prince. He talked to his people just like you do. They had to do whatever he said. They might have been killed if they didn't. She paused. I was also thinking how different you are from Dickon. Martha's brother, he's 12 years old and he can charm the birds and foxes and squirrels with his pipe just like an Indian fakir or snake charmer. Colin was curious to hear more. Mary told him how Dickon knew all the creatures that lived on the moor. But how can he like the moor? Colin asked. It's such a dreary place. On the night I arrived, Mary said, I hated it, too. But Martha talks about it, and Dickon tells me it's a beautiful place full of living things. I wish I could see it, Colin said, but I can't go out, because I'm going to die. Everybody says so. Mary didn't like the way Colin almost boasted about dying. She said in her most contrary way, If everybody wishes me to die, then I wouldn't do it. Besides, I don't believe everybody thinks you'll die. The doctor from London didn't. He made them take off the irons. That's true, said Colin. One time, I heard him say, The lad might be fine if he makes up his mind. Put him in a humour to get well, Mary said. 
Dickon could do it. He talks about living things, not about being sick and dying. Colin was enjoying himself so much that he forgot about his weak back. He sat up straight and said, I just thought of something. Did you know we're cousins? They were both in a good mood to laugh. Suddenly, Mrs. Medlock entered with Dr. Craven, a cousin of Colin's father. What's the meaning of this? The doctor said in alarm. In his best Raja voice, Colin said, This is my cousin, Mary Lennox. She must be allowed to come whenever I sent for her. Mrs. Medlock wailed. Who let her come in here? Nobody, Colin said. Mary heard me crying and she came by herself. Dr. Craven sat down and took Colin's pulse. It's fast, my boy. Excitement is not good for you. I will get more excited if she doesn't visit me, Colin said, staring at the doctor. She makes me feel better. I want her to stay for tea. He commanded Mrs. Medlow to bring some tea and snacks. She hurried off to carry out his order. The doctor finally agreed to let Mary stay. He also left, shaking his head in disapproval. When Mrs. Medlock brought their refreshments, Colin helped himself to a hot muffin and offered one to Mary. He said, Now, tell me all about Rogers. Sadly, all good things must come to an end. So I bid you good night, sleep tight, and don't let the bed bugs bite.